switch the mic over here I'm sure you'll know that song Oop. testing testing one two three okay that is of course Enigma the song is sadness part one radio edit guys welcome back fall wait world music fall winter is just barreling on um, no signs of letting up. So again, get used to it. Thank you for tuning in. We're back. Um, I am so physically exhausted today, but I'm very mentally prepared to do the pod. I've got my notes. I think my topics are kind of fun. Um, I had school today, my tuition free photo program, um, run by friend of the pod, Matt Lifehite, uh, absolute angel. Um, we had a visiting artist, Daniel Arnold. He's, I guess, a street photographer. Um, but that seems like minimizing. I don't know. We know. We met. We talked. He talked to the class. Um, I showed some work. He's like a very cool, genuine guy. So kind of attractive to me and probably most people as well. Anyways, I, I showed like 100 new prints and I think it went well. And I felt good about just putting that shit out there because it's just been kind of close to my chest for a long time um just like work from the last two years uh, all iphone stuff and i'm like is this good is it worth anything is does anyone like would anyone even have anything to say about it and uh, a few people did and it was i don't know the attention was nice i guess <laughs> but like anyways wow okay the physical exhaustion stems from me having to like kind of stand up for like almost four hours straight today. We did sit down for a little bit, but like I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe the health app on your phone does do this, but like I mean, it counts the steps. Um, but I would kind of maybe like it to account for just like when I'm just standing up because like that's for me a core workout. Like my lower back is just like throbbing and I'm like oh god <laughs> I'm standing my the dogs are barking uh you know that's got to count for something um I don't think it does but I think the iPhone probably has the technology to just like know when your phone is kind of off the ground and it's kind of moving around a little bit we've got to have that um and, and maybe it does uh whatever it's not off in the comments again if you know how the health app works um it's like early mid-November, which is kind of crazy. 
Like, I feel like it's so crazy. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Like, I can't handle that. <laughs> I really can't handle that. Um, it, the worst part of daylight savings time is uh, now going outside your house at like 6 p.m. And I live on a kind of a busy street. Um, and it's a lot of people that have dogs and a lot of people that jog after work. And so it's pitch black and you're kind of just like, okay, this is like my second win. Like I have another chapter of the day, evening, even though it's early, 6 PM is pretty early. Um, you gotta go out and do stuff. And there's just like people running around like fucking lunatics jogging. And then there's like the people that can't get off their phone. They're walking their dogs. The leash is too long. They're taking the entire sidewalk. And you're just like, yo, I'm walking here. Like, it's really mind-blowing. Like, there's, we've lost kind of a lot of etiquette. Just, people really don't consider other people. And it, it makes me, um, not violent, but it makes, it, the blood's boiling. It's elevating the blood pressure. It's not good. Um, It's not good for me. I am sort of trying to wean myself off of Zoloft. Um, just a little update. Yeah, I've been on it for like a year. Um, I was at 75 milligrams and, and they come in like 25 milligram pills. So, you know, take three in the morning. Now I'm kind of like just taking 50 and I'm going to do that for like, I've been doing that for like a month. Uh, I'll probably do that for another month and then see just how that goes. And, um, go down to 25 for quite a while and then maybe do like after like a month or two of that just really true like do like every other day 25 you know just really like gracefully wean myself off it because i don't know i think i just need to see um it wasn't like a huge change but i do remember what i was like before zoloft and it was like really shitty but you know then i gained like 10 pounds and like my dick doesn't really work and it's like I'd kind of like to just remember what it felt like to get horny, to have an erection that I'd have to like coax. You know what I mean? Uh, not to be super vulgar, uh, but like I just don't pop a boner ever. <laughs> I'm like, I, I my mind is like, oh that's hot, but I'm like, is it? Because I'm not feeling anything. Um, I'm neutered. Um, anyways, Lord almighty. Let's be, I'm going to be digging the bell, I think. Cause I've got like, um, mm, I got some topics. I didn't love the questions this week, guys. Didn't love the questions. A lot of repeats that I always get. Uh, so I'm going to spend most of my time talking about just talking my tea. <laughs> okay. So for the first time in my life, I entered the New Yorker caption contest. I follow New Yorker ca- uh, New Yorker cartoons on Instagram, and I've never even like thought to enter them. Uh, but this week's was alien related, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm I'm peeking. Uh, it's let me try to describe the cartoon for you. It's a man walking his dog in a park and there's an alien spaceship that has landed in the, in the trees 
and there's three aliens that are just like raking leaves and there's an alien on the sidewalk and the man walking dog is like a little freaked out, but the alien is like very casual. And so my submission was to say, is that a rescue? No, sorry. The, that was my initial thing, but I was like, no, I actually want to gender the dog. <laughs> so I changed it to, is he a rescue? And I was like, that's so New Yorker. And now I got the blue check that I do be paying for, uh, which is like with tax on iTunes, like 16 something dollars a month. <laughs> like I got a fucking, I won't pay like $6 for show time, but I'll pay like almost 20 for literally a tiny group of pixels. Jesus. It's sad. Anyways. So I kind of thought I nailed it. It's like very short, very succinct, pretty simple. Gets the point across. Um, 18 hours goes by and I, you know, I think I probably like went to bed, woke up and I was like, okay, let me check on my likes on the fucking New Yorker caption contest. And I was at drum roll six likes. I was like, now hold on a fucking minute. Cause like there are jokes, there are people commenting and like, they're very wordy. They're very cumbersome. They're not that funny. And they're like, Almost, they're pushing like 2,000 likes. 2,000 likes. I'm at six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Six likes. Is something, I mean, something's going on. And I was like, is the blue check working against me? Am I shadow banned? I just might be shadow banned. I feel like anyone that goes on Red Scare Podcast gets shadow banned. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm shadow banned. And it's just like fucked up because I'm like, this is better than the ones there are some that were good. There was one that was like, um, my favorite one. Well, I thought the one was like most appropriate and topical was someone commented. I'm a surgeon in my home on my home planet. And I'm like, that's good. <laughs> Cause there's like layers to that aliens, illegal aliens, workers, you know, all this shit intellect. It's, it's like, okay, that really does make sense. I feel like that one's probably going to win. But, like, I truly, I don't think mine's the best, necessarily, but I do think it's, like, from what I've read, top five, top five. It's top five, and it's, I think it's now up to, like, 20 likes, but come on. Something, something's not right. Blue blue check. I have the blue check. <laughs> That's got to get me something. It gets me nothing. It, like, actually gets me less. Um... I'm a little, I got the blue check discrimination. Like, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyways. Speaking of like Instagram, holy shit. (laughs) I was just scrolling. I was just scrolling and I see James Charles post a new video. And I'm like, okay, work. And then it was like, now there's a thing where it's like reels, but then it's like both of their names are in the like posted by. So it's like James Charles and we're going to do another drum roll. HRH collection. It's promo for his new, like painted makeup line. It's a canvas basic colors, but it's filmed like how she films her videos in her G wagon phone by the like, 
you know, mirror, um, and James in the passenger seat, and she's painted by James. There's a lot of blush on, and kind of, I mean, she's she's acting. Huh. I'm acting. She's acting, and she's trying to pretend offended that James is like, oh well, I know you don't like drag queen makeup, so I wanted to give you something kind of basic. Uh, and she's like, oh, is anything on basic? I don't know. It was like I just never. I mean. I knew they were kind of in communication a little bit because, like, HRH has mentioned it um, that, like, months ago, like, James Charles... Well, I saw James Charles post some HRH jewelry in his story, but then HRH was like, James is so classy. He didn't, like, ask me for free stuff. He just bought it from my website and posted it. She's like, that's how you do it. Which, like, I agree with, like, bitch, if you have, like, that much money, like, buy your own shit. Don't be like, hey, so I'm an influencer. I have a lot of followers. Like, can you give me some stuff? It's like... Can you just buy it and support the fucking economy? You whores. Like, everyone is so fucking cheap. Um, I just, I kind of never thought James, because HRH is a very polarizing figure. Like that day she posted a video about like, uh, how like abortion is bad. But then she was also like, actually wait, liberals should get as many abortions as possible because they're rats. And I'm like, okay, work. But like, <laughs> like she just doesn't, She's not politically coherent, which I love. I don't really give a shit, you know? Um, I just never thought James would, like, put himself out there like that. And I don't think he's got any flack for it, really. I mean, maybe there's in the comments, but it's not like a Daily Mail story or anything that, like, ooh, disgraced influencer James Charles aligns himself with, like, alt-right fascist Alexandra. (laughs) Like, whatever. Um, Alexandra Pierce. Um, It was... was so jarring i was just like i think i like just threw my phone in the bed and was like wait no like no, this isn't happening like this is not happening texting all the besties were getting texted i mean i was like you need to see this right now like sit down sit down <laughs> look at the text sit down and then look at the fucking thing and then get back to me like kind of immediately like i need to talk about this i was in just an absolute frenzy um and I'm trying to think of the last time I felt like this. Maybe never. I mean, of course, the like James Charles, Toddy Westbrook, Jeffrey Star, um, you know, the bi sister stuff. That was to say, cultural reset is not even a strong enough term. It it was something else. It was um, the like the axes on the earth shifted. But in terms of just like other sort of like regular regular content, the last time I felt this way, I think was when like. James Charles and Jeffree Star paired up and they had flamethrowers and they were just like torching makeup they didn't like in a parking lot. It was so badass. It was so badass. And then of course they had the like video where they took a hot air balloon ride and uh, it was just Jeffree and James and like this hot air balloon operator and Jeffree's like, you know what? Like, I do kind of think the earth is flat. <laughs> the air- and the, like, airplane, the airplane hot air balloon operator is just, like, rolling his eyes. And Jeffrey's like, so, like, what do you think? Like, you've been up here a lot. And the hot air balloon dude is like, and he looks, like, more QAnon than, like, anyone, basically. He's like, he's like, you can literally see the curvature of the earth from up here. Like, no. And then Jeffrey's just like, Mm, well, I guess the jury's out. Like, I kind of think it's still flat. <laughs> That's the shit I live for. 
that's the shit I live for. Um, you know, the James Charles HRH thing was barely like a minute long, but it, it, oh my God, it rock. I, I was that day. It was there. It was just different. Yeah. I just, I was all the cells in my body were vibrating. I was like, like, I just couldn't, I was in freak mode. I was in freak mode. No other way to put it. I was in freak mode and I feel like I've reentered freak mode talking about it. Um, in the picture they posted, I feel like HRH looks like Dick Cheney kind of like, <laughs> look good. She knows her angles now. She, you know, but it's kind of, I can't believe she approved that photo. She looks, a little severe and then like the blush is so pink that it's like like doll like and i'm like oh like i don't know not translating for me but i love them both uh i would lay down the street and die for either of them quite frankly so props to them all right let's ding the bell here what do we got okay this next topic it's a little heavy. It's just like dense. Okay. Has the function of the fast food drive through completely changed in the last few years? Or is it just me? Let me freaking elaborate. So the only two drive throughs I go to in New York uh, are McDonald's and Wendy's because there's not a lot of drive through happening. Anyways, I would say at least 80% of the time, if not like 95 to 100, you go to the first window, you give them your credit card, they give it right back, you pull up to the second window, and now it's like, okay, so your food isn't going to be ready. Can you please like pull just ahead or like anywhere you can? And like, we'll find you. I'm like, I mean, yeah, like whatever you say, sis, like whatever you say, just thinking back to like when, cause let's, let's, we got to rewind a, a few times. Having two drive through windows was an absolute cultural reset where it was like, whoa, like the drive throughs are so Poppington. They need like two. And then that was you know, again, cultural reset. And then like, it was, there was a, I think an era where it was just like the first window was always closed and it was just like everything happened at like, the second window. But that was more of like a rural thing. Cause it's like, they don't need two employees to do, to just hand you the food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, fast forward to present day New York city. And this could, I'm not trying to sound like an elitist pig. This could just be a New York city thing. For once I'm being sincere sound off in the comments i'm like literally begging you i need to know what's going on because every single time i get food um at mcdonald's or wendy's they're like yeah just like you gotta pull ahead and then they bring it to you and it's like pretty quick and i'm like there's no one behind me um the most recent incident and why i'm kind of bringing this up is uh something they mcdonald's took it to another fucking level the other day where it was like I pulled into the drive-thru, um, not a single person in front of me, I give my order, pull around to the 
um, first window, credit card again, swipe, give back, pull up to the second window. And she's like, um, and then I see like a few car, like four cars in front of me just like parked up ahead. And I, um, I can like almost barely turn out of my, my spot at the second, um, drive through window. Um, I hope this is making sense. And she's like, okay, so I need you to pull into curbside number five. And I was like, Whoa, hold on. I was like, hold. And so I had to say it back. I was like, I'm like, did you say curbside number five? She's like, yeah, curbside number five. I was like, okay, curbside number five. We're up to curbside number five. And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what happens if some random person just in curbside number five? What's going to happen then? Thank God there wasn't. I just, you know, went around pulled into curbside number five and I was sitting there and I was like, wait, this is so fucking wild. Cause like we're rewinding again. Cause I, I rewound, but I didn't actually, I don't think I actually touched on what I wanted to touch on. Remember when like the first few times you're at a drive through window and they were like, sorry, like the fries aren't going to be ready. Can you pull ahead and like wait in a spot? And you're like, <laughs> you're like wait what you're gonna come to my you're gonna like leave the restaurant and come to my vehicle when I'm just like parked and you're gonna find you're gonna remember the car you remember my face you're gonna find me it was just like uh again cultural reset it was fucking weird and and it was like a little exhilarating quite frankly but also confusing and downright scary you're like well they're not gonna find me in the little parking lot i mean of course it's not that hard but it's like you know uh fast forward uh, 10 15 maybe maybe like 20 years like maybe no we're fast forwarding like 20 years because i was like 15 and 16 when this shit started really popping off where they're like yeah fries aren't ready pull up but now it's not the fries aren't ready. It's like, oh, your quarter pounder takes like three more seconds to cook than like, I don't know, like a McFlurry. So like you got to like literally get out of line. And I, honestly, it's not that big of a deal. But like they, hmm, it's always women, which I love because I love and support women so much. But then like I'll roll the window down of like, and they're like, would you have? And I'm like, Oh, so it's fucking, it's a pop quiz. <laughs> We're in quiz now. And I'm like, and I have to like say my order out loud again, which is already like humiliating in the first place. I'm like, I'm like a double quarter pounder meal on a four piece. And she's like, yeah, that's you. You fat fucking pig. You, you sack of shit. You waste of a life. You're the quarter. You're the double quarter pounder. With a four piece and barbecue sauce. Oh, and you asked for ketchup too. Oh, yeah, that's the vibe. Um. Anyway, so like <laughs> something just like really hit different when I had to go to curbside number five, one through four. I guess they were taken. <laughs> curbside number five. Oh, it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy. Once again, I'm going to need some support in the comments. Like, you got to tell me. Like, please, you've got to tell me if you've 
if you've been experiencing this in areas outside of New York City, because I do think it's um, it's just like they're doing things differently. And it's like, I guess I, I should be used to it by now, but it's like, I don't know. It's a little hard to it's like they already added. They keep adding stuff. It's like they add like another window. They had like another they add like another like lane for the drive throughs There's like two drive through lanes, two like speakers, and they still can't just hand you your food, which is supposed to be fast. I'm splitting hair. I know it's this is what I like to talk about on the pod. You know, I'm just grateful for a hot meal. Actually, I McDonald's is literally so expensive. I'm not grateful to have hot meal. This should cost like $18 now. Like my, I'm like, wait, bitch. I, I mean, I try to not even like look at the receipt because I'm like, damn, that's fucking crazy. I'm like, I could have like gone and bought like a filet mignon at a grocery store and like cooked it, but I went to fucking McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's my life, my choices. You don't need to be concerned with them that much. Um, okay. Maybe we ding the bell. I think we're going to ding the bell. Just car-related, car-related stuff for another second. Why is it... Why can you not park in front of a church? So I live... I don't want to dox my location. So... Around the corner from me is a side street, and there's a little tiny church. And in front of this church, there's like a no parking anytime thing. And it's three full-ass parking spots, and it's like, why do they need that? Like, I can only surmise, like, old people go to church, and they need to get dropped off in front of the church. And they need, like, a, a clear path to get to the front door. That's something I can think of, and I, I I really do, I honor and respect that. Um, do they need three parking spaces? And the only other thing I can surmise is like, okay, sometimes maybe there's like a funeral, and like the hearse needs to pull up, and like, you know, logistically, like, yeah, they need. And I, I again, I do actually honor and respect that too. That ritual, it's part of life. People be dying. And they should have the family and friends should have an easy day of just like, okay, you don't want to like have the hearse double parked and oh my god, I can't even yeah. But like this church like does not have like funerals like ever because I s- smoke my cigarettes in front of the church every day. Uh, never seen a funeral. Um, because there's like a funeral home. And this church, like, maybe it's not, maybe it's, like, weird. Like, I don't know. Uh, doesn't seem to be popping off ever except for Sundays. And it's, like, you know, when I went to church when I was a teenager or, like, a, a kid through teenage years, the church was always, like, every day kind of, there was something kind of going on. There was, like, some weird mass or just, like, some kind of, you know, congregation happening and but this is just like lights off except for Sunday morning. And it's like, what? like, don't you, that's why I don't respect their parking spots. Cause they're not, they're not you. They're not. Maybe I'll get a next door app and like sound off and be like, anyone else think that like we could shave off a few parking spaces here? Cause I think we could. 
I think they could get down to one. But like every church in New York, you can't park in front of it ever. It's not even like you can park between like midnight and like 8 a.m. It's just like no parking anytime. That's okay. Here's the compromise. You can park actually not even midnight. Let's do like fucking 6 p.m. 8 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. to 8 a.m. 6 a.m. You can park. Or no, you can't park. No, you can park. <laughs> God damn it. I'm like confusing myself because like this is so stupid. It's like just fucking let me park the goddamn car. No one's using this shit. All right. Oh my god. We're at 30 minutes. That's amazing. Taking the bell. Okay. I want to talk about Southern Charm. The season is kind of it's popping the fuck off, but in a way that is kind of like a it's like simmering. Well, Southern Charm has never had like super like iconic moments you know like the real housewives um it is on bravo but it's like a group of friends that are kind of like my age and maybe a little older a little younger they're in charleston um north carolina which is not a place that i would want to visit or live it's kind of scary and weird um they did just add their first black cast member lavita who i like love her (laughs) like what I like about her is that her house um, is very, like, fucking cute and, like, lived in. And she just seems to not care about making it look like an architectural digest shoot every time, like, the camera crews are there. And it's it's not, like... It's not, like, messy or she's not, like, a slob in any way. It's just, like... I just think she's like genuinely like, well, I'm not going to like, you know, present differently. And I appreciate that about her. Um, Anyway, so this latest episode, it's kind of hard to um, describe in the podcast because there's a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships. The dynamics, they're overlapping. There's uh, people, best friends that have... uh, dated the same people and they're breaking up and they're hooking up it's just like really it is very messy not quite at a Vanderpump Rules level but it is um very interesting to watch and like this latest episode they go to Shep Shep is like the kind of patriarch of the show I would say he's like 40 early 40s um kind of a playboy um, kind of like a trust fund kid, handsome. Um, I've previously said that I've seen him on Raya. Uh, I don't think he's interested in men, but like, I, I, I saw his profile a bunch of times. I will just say I saw that and now I'm no longer on Raya because I had to give it up to afford my Instagram blue check. Anyways, they get to his family's mountain house in, I don't know, North Carolina somewhere, Linville. Um, gorgeous. I mean, that house is fucking amazing. It's like, it's so gorgeous. And it's like, everything's like new, but it's like wood. It's like very tastefully done. Um, and so he has like all his, you know, all the boys over. Cause like Southern Charm is different than all these other series on Bravo because it's like eventually turned into, this is season, I think nine. Um, 
it's mostly about like the men and the women are just kind of, uh, I mean, they're there and they're, you know, doing their thing, but it's like mostly about these like group of like four or five best friends that are navigating their lives, uh, trying to have like careers and like successful relationships and they're floundering and it's so amazing to watch. Um, they go to Craig's mountain house, um, for like a boys weekend also there's like a new there's like a gay guy named rodrigo i think that's his name yeah rodrigo um who seems straight and it's like that's cool like i love to see that shit maybe i do need to like go down south and i don't know so like the guys in new york are either like they're just in a relationship or they're like wearing like a tank top doing ketamine and they just discovered techno music and they have the same politics as like Hamas. <laughs> We're not getting into Israel, Palestine. I mean, I feel it's a horrible situation. <laughs> Makes me want to like throw up and die. What's happening? Oh God. Anyways, guys, sorry. Uh, Southern charm. Um, so Olivia, she was dating Austin and they, broke up Olivia's best friends with Taylor who's a little bit younger than her and like is very like kind of like religious um she seems sweet she was dating Shep for years Shep cheated on her a bunch and then she you know they broke up and then she meaning Taylor and Austin they admitted to like making out one night which of course means they had sex probably multiple times and then Taylor was like well you know she's trying to confide in Olivia. Olivia's like literally reeling from her brother dying two weeks before. It's said he, the news that he died of Lyme's disease complications, but then it's like he got addicted to pain pills um, to try to treat his chronic Lyme and then overdosed. And it's like, okay, I'm not even getting involved in that. Cause it's like, it's just sad. No matter what way you, you, you cut it, it's just a sad situation. Um, so this poor woman, Olivia, who just found out that her best friend was hooking up with her ex, recent ex-boyfriend, um, right after her, like, brother just died. And so she's like, <laughs> I don't know how she pulls it together. Like, honestly, it's like, I, <sighs> yeah, I couldn't do it. But so she drives up to Taylor's family's lake house, which is near Shep's family's mountain house bear with me this might not make sense it's fine so she goes up to visit taylor and she's friends with her family the family's very like godly god-fearing and her and taylor have a conversation and uh, and i'm so team olivia on this taylor's just like yeah like you have to know like we never really hooked up and Olivia's like, yeah, I don't believe what you're saying because, like, I just, in my heart of hearts, I know you guys had sex and you're both still lying to me. And Taylor just, like, can't really recover from that. And, like, Olivia's like, you know, listen, I'm gonna, I know I was gonna stay the night here, but I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go to, you know, I'm just gonna leave. So she goes to Shep's house, which is, like, 15 minutes away. It's, like, gorgeous mountain house. And then she gets there and they're like, oh, my God, like, just so you know, like we already invited Shep invited Taylor because Taylor is his ex-girlfriend. And 
they're like, yeah, so Taylor's going to come stay the night too. And they're like so far from Charleston. She's like, has nowhere to go. And she's like, fucking, this is like three Stooges level kind of like comedy where it's like, how the, like, again, like (laughs) Olivia needs like some sort of, uh, maybe like a raise or something. Uh, I, I just can't imagine how comfortable that would be to like leave like your, you kind of had like a best friend breakup and then your best friend is coming to stay in the same house with you with your ex-boyfriend who you like are kind of okay with, but like just you're just grieving because your brother just literally her brother just died. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, so the night goes on, Taylor comes, you know, Olivia and Taylor aren't really, you know, speaking that makes sense. And then it, it kind of pivots more into like the men again. And I think Shep is probably doing a lot of cocaine behind the scenes. He like plays a ping pong game with someone and just gets so fucking mad that he lost. And then Taylor, his ex girlfriend, uh, congratulated whoever he his opponent was, and she's like, "Oh my god, congrats!" Like you know, whatever. So casual, so nothing. And then Shep just is like, "What the fuck? Like you're you're celebrating my losses? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you're in my house?" And it's like everyone is like freaked out They're like chef what the literal fuck are you talking about he's like you know this is a sore spot for me like me losing like i hate fucking losing and everyone's like dude chill the fuck out and then uh taylor because like there's unresolved issues between chef and taylor taylor is like oh well you didn't have a problem like cheating on me for years and he's like well yeah it felt fucking good and then taylor throws a glass of red wine on chef and i was like Oh shit. And like, you would think it's like, again, like an iconic moment or, but it's not, it's just very casual. Cause these people are literally deranged. Um, and then like Shep somehow calms down, like goes and is like, Hey, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I'm really sorry. And then him and Taylor end up like sharing the same bed together that night. And it's, uh, just, psychotic um i don't think they hooked they said they didn't hook up they put a pillow between them and like because taylor just wanted to be next to shep's dog that she missed so much and it's like here's the thing uh shep is like again in his early 40s taylor i think is like in her mid-20s and everyone's like oh my god shep like how did you blow with taylor she's so great like taylor isn't cool at all like she's just like cute and like that's it like she really I I don't I think Shep really dragged her along for a ride and he's very wrong for that but I think they Shep is like pretty much trying to move on and Taylor can't let go and it's like girl you gotta you gotta pull yourself up by the bootstraps uh and ditch Shep Rose who's like literally like probably like a latent bisexual just like drug addict like I get he's rich and like he's handsome but he's like i'm not attracted to shop like he doesn't do anything for me um i don't know sound off the comments if you like shop i mean i like watching him um but then also there's so much other texture in this episode craig who i love i love craig craig is like mm, craig is my guy you know he's dating Paige from summer house uh craig um he's into a lot of conspiracies and he's into aliens and i was like oh shit so they like make these tinfoil hats and they just like sit outside and talk about um conspiracies and aliens and craig is like well and he's like very serious about this stuff he's like you know 
you need to wear a tinfoil hat because like aliens consider people that don't wear tinfoil hats like they call them bear heads and like when you wear a tinfoil hat it's like you're ready to be communicated to uh and i'm like oh shit like i am i'm like honestly uh, i gotta i gotta make a tinfoil hat like <laughs> i need to be um i need to be ready and um you know i want to accept the message from these uh he calls them what does he call them like space beings or something but like again i don't think they're i don't know if they live in outer space i think they kind of live in the ocean they kind of blast around in some craft whatever either way um craig used to be like a really live wire and like get fucking pissed and like he's just watching like shep like lose his mind he's just like he's just like downtrodden just like i can't believe he's like i can't believe these people are still doing this you know um God, I love Craig. He's so handsome, you know? <laughs> and he's like, it's kind of rude. Like, everyone who's just like a stupid, like, because he's like, I, I guess in this group of friends, he's like the one that had like the least amount of money. Um, or his, his family had the least amount of money. So everyone kind of like looked down on him, which is like so fucked up. Um, so he was like a lawyer, but I guess he went to like some f- law school that's like maybe not even accredited. And he, he like started selling pillows just as like a hobby. And, um, now he's like a very successful it's called like sewing down south and there's like a brick and mortar location and it's it's popping off um and i just think he's like the most handsome one and he like gets drunk but he's not like scary or like evil he's just truthful uh whereas like when shep or whitney or austin get drunk they're like ugh, like they're it they're the kind of people that look like they probably go to like a safari in Africa and like hunt endangered species. You know what I mean? But Craig is not part of that ilk. You know, we love Craig. Um, okay. I think that's probably enough about Southern charm. I just, I like the show. Uh, give it a watch, you know, I don't know. We're down, but next topic. Okay. This topic. Listen, I've kind of wanted to talk about it for a long time. Just didn't really know how to find the words, but I'm just going to shoot from the hip tonight. And the topic is that, like, I don't understand how veterinarians can figure out what is wrong with an animal. I'm talking, like, domesticated pets, dogs and cats mostly. For some reason, like, farm, you know, farm animals... That seems a little easier or something. It's like, oh, they're they got a bum leg or, you know, they're dying. <laughs> but when people are like, oh, my God, I had to take my cat to the vet because she was sick. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> or uh, OK, like and then what is what does the vet do? So you put the, the cat in the crate, traumatize it, bring it to the vet, doesn't know what to do on the table at the vet. The vet like what does the vet do like put like a stethoscope and. I'm going to just assume the vet's a woman because I, you know, just think women are more <laughs> gentle and caring. Um, and so it's like, what, she's going to put a stethoscope and be like, the cat, is the cat going to cough? Like, wh- how do you even, like, what? Oh my God. Here's the thing. It's like, to me, it's like, you can't possibly even know what's wrong with an animal or you run like a dog or cat through like an MRI machine, which seems like prohibitively expensive. And then even it's like, okay, so then what, like, it has, like, 
a flu. Do animals get sick with like the flu and shit? Like, okay. Veterinarians of the pod listeners, you got to, again, you got to sound off in the comments. Cause like, how do they even know what's going on? Like, how do they know what's going on? When people are like, oh, yeah, so my dog had, like, a bladder infection. I'm like, how the literal hell did they figure that out? Your dog weighs, like, four pounds. You know what I mean? You, I've, just, I've never, I guess I never lived with pets. I didn't grow up with pets. I've never had one myself. I just don't, I guess maybe I'm not sense. I don't know what to be like, oh, the dog is being weird. But then I... I would just assume if I was a pet owner, I'd be like, well, it's an animal. It'll just like work itself out in a few days. I'll just leave it alone. But you take it to the vet and then they're like able to diagnose it. I just feel like, how do they do that? Like, do they do like blood work? Oh my God. They can't do blood work on a fucking animal. Do they, do they do blood work? And they're like, Oh, your dog has like high cholesterol or like it's Jesus Christ. I don't know. Again, I'm, I know I'm like definitely ignorant, but like, I also feel like hmm, something kind of stinks. I just feel like animals can probably just work their own problems out. Or maybe they can't. Or when people are like, I need $20,000 on GoFundMe because my my dog has like, uh, like cancer. And I'm like, again, how did like you, maybe I guess you are in touch with your dog's neat and like maybe they seem a little weird and you're like okay but then you have to run the dog through an mri machine or something like i've never seen a dog i are there other listen are there tiny mri machines or no or is it just like human size ones because like you know again something i want to talk about the peruvian aliens that the mexican government ran through an mri on live tv that was human size it was a tiny little kind of clarinet sized little being which again was absolutely real. Like, do the, do they put like your little chihuahua in the fucking let it sit there for forty five minutes? And how are the dogs like chilling? Because like humans freak out, and like a dog, they like sedate them. Guys, what the fuck is going on with the vet? <laughs> what do they do there? What goes on at the vet? Oh my god, I know it smells crazy in there. Okay, I'm gonna ding the bell, and I have another animal related topic. Okay, so, like, people eat duck, right? Like, I've had duck, like, maybe a handful of times in my life. The other day I was thinking, like, are there ducks on factory farms? Like, no, right? Like, it's just, like, chicken. Chicken, cow, pig. How do do you get duck? I guess, like, duck isn't sold in a grocery store. It's more like restaurants, so maybe it's, like, in theory, like, farm-to-table, but like, of course, it's not that. There's got to be some sort of duck farming. But you don't hear about it. You're like fish farming. There's like little pools of fish. You know, it seems really depressing, and they're swimming around in like a little you know circle pool, and it's like, oh shit, God. Um, and but like, you never hear anything about ducks. Never hear anything about ducks. Um, where do you? I mean, and. I think I brought this to a friend. He's like, oh, they, like, they just like shoot the ducks and then they sell them. I'm like, there's, n- I mean, okay. Are we like quail hunting in like England? Like, no, it's like, you're not just like finding ducks to shoot. Cause they'd be so expensive. And I feel like duck isn't 
cheap necessarily. Um, also going to be honest here, duck doesn't taste good to me. It like, I feel like, well, people say it tastes quote unquote gamey, 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 <laughs> that word is so G-A-M-E-Y, not like gay me. And yeah, it's like, and maybe that's why birds are called foul. Cause like sometimes that shit tastes foul. And like, I feel like it never gets hot duck never gets like hot enough or like juicy enough. And I'm like, why the fuck would anyone eat duck? Like don't eat duck. You know, that's why, why apparently like goose or like swan. It's like, leave those fucking beautiful birds alone. Chickens that are like fugly as hell and like loud and annoying blast them away <laughs> and like, give me some cutlets. Give me some wings. Give me the breast. Give me the thighs. Like you're done. Like, I'm sorry. You just like, I didn't create the world we live in, but like you got to get eaten. Some, something's got to get eaten. And this is coming from a person who was a vegetarian for like almost six years. Um, and you know, damn, maybe I, I mean, I do, I, I really hate factory farming, but like maybe I'd hate it less if like ducks were involved. Cause it's like, they're kind of elitist. It's like, they're like, Oh, we're too good. <laughs> like, like, cause it's like, Oh, Oh, the ducks are just on a pond. No, they're not on a fucking pond. Like, where are the ducks? How are we getting ducks to eat? guys it's fine I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna google this actually you know what fuck it i'm googling it right now where does duck meat come from question mark bitch many ducks are raised on small farms and in backyards however the vast majority of ducks are raised on large commercial duck farms in indiana pennsylvania and california oh okay i'm gonna do image uh, I mean, Google Images like doesn't do any. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god! Only one of the pictures, the first one, it's from a vegan website. There is, oh my god, <laughs> holy shit! It's a factory farm of ducks. However, it's like they're not in cages; they're just like in. Wow, this is a f- really crazy image. This is getting dragged to desktop immediately. Um, they're just kind of standing around. You know, and like chickens, they, oh God, I hate factory farming. They, you know, they like, they're in cages. They like shit on each other because they're like in, in tears stacked up upon one another. Um, these ducks are just kind of wandering around a huge uh, a far factory farm indoor. They kind of look nice though. They're just kind of like chilling. Like they're not like, you know, the chickens look rabid and filthy and. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, no. Yep, so ducks are factory farmed. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. People try to tell me, no, there's no way. Oh, yes way. Yes fucking way, bitch. I'm not, I I don't know why I'm happy to find this out. I'm not. Oh, there's so much suffering. Okay. What are we at? 50 two minutes oh my god guys (sighs) to me this is like so beautiful i just get my topics i got a few more left i have some questions if 16 questions we're not getting to like maybe any of them because i don't think they're that good but i'm gonna try i'm gonna try um okay so next up is wait did i ding the bell hold on 
so a couple things like you know i like to do uh things you don't see much anymore which is based on tweets by oh my god i've been on twitter for nine months what was his name willie staley um but just a few things that have popped in my mind lately things you don't see much anymore one is pulling your hamstring I feel like that used to be such a thing. People like, oh no, like, uh, you know, very track and field, very high school drama. They're like, oh no, I pulled my hamstring. And I, I truly don't think you see that at all anymore. And then I was thinking about it, I'm like, what is the fucking hamstring? And it's like the muscle in like the back of your thigh. Um, and I was thinking like the word hamstring is literally insane. Ham and string. And then, sorry, I thought about it more. And I'm like, wait, it actually makes perfect sense because, uh, sorry, it looks like <laughs> your thigh looks like a ham and the muscles are string. So it's like work. Like whoever called it hamstring, I think tore it kind of crazy. Do you agree? Hamstring. Anyways, you don't hear that much anymore. Um, actually, wait, let me look at my list because I have added a, a, probably like a handful of things you don't see much anymore. Okay. Um, women taking a self-defense class and kind of doing like karate moves, slipping the man over on a mat. You don't see that much anymore. Um, women used to take defense classes, self-defense classes. I think maybe you should, you know, again, I support women more than uh, anyone I've ever met, quite frankly. I've put my life on the line for women. Um, do I regret it? Yes. Would I do it again? Yeah. Because, again, we all come from women. You gotta, you gotta, you know, come on. You gotta support women. Um, candle wax during sex. Pouring the candle wax. You don't see that much anymore. Very 90s. Um, another thing you don't see much anymore is ant farms and or sea monkeys. Kind of random, kind of gross. I did have an ant farm growing up, but sea monkeys, I mean, what are they? Like underwater lice? Crap. Like they're just seem, I don't even know. They just seem not, not right, uh, for a child's bedroom, but you know, they're, it's manageable. You don't have to do much. And I bet the kids like it. You know what? Fuck it. Sea monkeys for everyone. Um, and my last and final update of things you don't see much anymore is a real estate agent hammering a for sale sign into a yard. Yes, we live in a culture where there is house hunters selling sunset, like a beachfront bar, a million, a million real estate shows. I'm just shooting from the hip here. I don't think that you really see a real estate agent, again, probably a woman, hammering the sign to the front yard and being like, for sale. And another thing you don't see is the same woman putting a sold sign on it. Because I don't think it works with that. We got Zillow. We got Street Easy. Everything's just like, bing, bing, bing. It's too fast. There's no hammering the sign into the yard. Um, neither here nor there. It's just truly something you don't see much anymore. 
Okie doke. I'm going to ding the bell and then do we have, oh, <laughs> I mean, like I, I got, I'm like almost at the bottom of my list, but then I realized like I have another, like I edited this list tonight in, so there's, I have twice as many topics as, as what I've gotten into. Uh, so shit. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, oh dear. Maybe I'll record another one tomorrow. Um, Anyways, okay, next topic. So I had a dream the other night, and I know no one cares about other people's dreams. And trust me, it's not even like like that. I just had a dream. Part of my dream was that like I had my credit card was so it was like purple and pink and like sparkly glitter. And I put it down. And in the dream, it made me feel so good to have just like this like pretty little sparkly glittery credit card and i woke up and i was like wait why the fuck is that not like i mean i think some credit card so by the way i just have i have chase freedom whatever the chase free credit card is blue i like blue you know and virgo who cares um i just you know some brands some banks i guess they let you uh personalize your card with like an image of like your dog or your family that does not interest me whatsoever having like a bright sparkly um little plastic thing seems so cool because like i hate spending money i have like a very warped relationship with money and i think a lot of people do i just i i care and i don't care it's it's very paradoxical it's like Oh, who cares? Like money comes, money goes. But then like I have such a hard time of letting go and just like charging it. But I charge everything and it's like, you know, I'll figure it out down the road. Um, and I usually do. I land on my feet. I'm like a cat, um, a cat who's never been to the vet. But uh, I think it would be a little nice to just have like a bright, sparkly, glittery fucking credit card. And like, why is that not an option? for me or for anyone it's like just i mean these banks make so much money i feel like it can't be that expensive to print off like the fucking like plastic little credit card with like a little flare again i'm not talking about like the little the photo of the the family and the dog i'm talking like i want like bling (laughs) i want fucking bling randomly i want bling um and most of my life it's very dour very kind of just like military colors like neutrals black gray green maybe brown maybe maybe i'll spice things up with a chocolate brown um but i want my credit card to be candy bling so anyways i mean i think i'll I'll probably never get that but um i feel like you might be feel i think you guys feel me Right. Oh, we hit an hour. We're over an hour. Holy shit. Okay. Two more topics. We're not doing questions. And I I mean, maybe I'll record. I don't really like to make promises I can't keep, but like honestly, tomorrow night could be like the B sides of this episode. So we'll see. You know? Um, okay, two more topics really quick. Let's get into it. 
the other day I was texting some friends and I had to spell the word ventriloquy because like I think I was describing the way someone looked and they were like they were just kind of like fucked up looking and I was like he looks like a ventriloquy doll and then I tried to type in ventriloquy and like sometimes your phone like fuck I fuck Steve Jobs fuck Tim Atwell sometimes you're just like literally one letter off from a word and it's like well no suggestions found it's like bitch I'm so close to the word like what are you talking about letterbox is the same way you like literally miss you like have like one letter off and it's like no movies found it's like how is this possible bitch like you this is a search engine anyways in your mind, just like spell ventriloquy for me. I'm gonna give you like two seconds. V E yeah. Okay, the end is what's crazy. Ventriloquy. Cause you're like, you get, I mean, the first part's uh, honestly, it's pretty easy. It's like V E N T R I L O Q. And then you're like, uh oh. Ventriloquy. What the fuck is Q? You know it's not Q U I. And then you're like, well, Q U. Like, uh oh. Q has to go. U has to come after Q. Um, and you're, you're just like, oh shit, like what? And you're like, Q U O Y? Q U I Y? Like, it's like, is there another vowel? No, it's just Q U Y, ventriloquy. V E N T R I L O Q U Y, ventriloquy. Um, not to be all like spelling me about this shit, but I just like, I just thought I would share that with you guys. It was, it was insane. I was like, oh my God, I have to type ventriloquy. I'm suddenly in third grade, like failing the spelling bee. Like where I'm like, whoa, Q-U-Y. Q-U-Y is so fake and so random. Okay. One more topic and then we're out of here. The term NPC got normalized way too fast for my liking. Um, it's like a nerd video game kind of fucking thing. For those of you who don't know, good because you're one of the last few c- cool people on the face of fucking earth. NPC means non-player character, and it means like a like fucking like a character in a video game that's like not you don't like play. Is that I I my soul is leaving my body describing this. I don't fucking care. I guess if it's like if you're playing like Grand Theft Auto, it's like the prostitute that's like on the corner. Like you're not playing, they're just there. But then there's like this whole like trend of, oh my God, people being like on TikTok or like they're like live streaming and they're making money just trying to, there's definitely a sexual component to this where it's like people get to like control them and be like, here's some money, like respond to me. It's, it's, there's a lot of sad losers in this world and I don't think it's getting any better. Um, and this is the way the reason I know that is because NPC got normalized again way too fast where it's just like this person's an NPC and I'm like no 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 we're not doing this we are not letting these fucking loser ass nerds um I'm not supposed to you know NPC and then there was like what was the other PMC uh, something managerial class I just had to learn a few years before that it's like shut up bitch like I cannot do these acronyms about fucking like just shit that does not matter or like either call someone a yuppie or call someone a fucking nerd and a loser. Like we got to go back to that. We're getting two, we're splitting hairs. Um, 
what was Akron I was just talking about? Like it's uh, a pr- something managerial class. Some, uh, you know what I'm talking about. And it's like, okay, it's just like the people in New York that I see on like Twitter and Instagram that I that wear like a thin cardigan to work and are just like very annoying online. And I would never see them out because they're literally uncool. So like, I don't need to to name them. Because I don't need to think about them. This is the same way I think about NPC. Like, non-player character. Don't make me fucking memorize video game terminology. I stopped playing video games in 8th grade because I'm, like, not a child anymore. <laughs> like, I'm not a child. I'm a 35-year-old man. Um, I think I still probably have a little bit of growing up to do. But I'm not fucking throwing around video game terminology in my everyday life. I think it's fucking crazy, and I think we have to put a stop to it and never, ever say NPC in front of me. <laughs> ever. Okay. Ever. Period, bitch. Period. Okay. Wow. All right. Mm. <laughs> okay. The blood pressure is a little elevated. Okay. I think we've got to wind it down with maybe a little bit of world music. Let me, okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to find a nice little song to wind us out. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate y'all for being here. Again, please tell a friend. Please tell a friend. Um, Also, randomly, in the last week, I met two listeners of the pod just, like, out in the world. Shout out, Nasan. We saw each other at, like, an HBO screening of this new docuseries um, about the Love Has Won um, cult. Literally, we saw the first episode. So fucking sick. It's crazy. Okay. And then I went to Diamond Lil, um, and I ran into Torin. I was just sitting alone, getting a little cocktail, and this beautiful, beautiful young lady approaches me. She's like, "Are you Dan?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> And, you know, the rest is history. She had a twink friend. We did coke and made out. And I was like, oh, my God. Life is just so random. (laughs) But not fake. This was not fake. This was, like, real. And it was very cute. Shout out to both of you. Um, Okay. Gonna just pause for one second while I get on Spotify. And uh, I really want to, I want to nail the outro music in the new age world music sphere. So give me one sec. Okay. All right. This is a song by deep forest. May have heard of him. This is called sweet lullaby version 2021. Again, thank you all for tuning in. Good night. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.
Okay. Is that like a language? Sound off in the comments. Okay. Good night. Thanks again. It's like, whoa. Like, what is that shit? Okay. I love it. I love world music. I love new age shit. Hope it brings you some peace. Um, have a nice weekend. Stay safe out there. Good night. Love y'all. Bye bye.